the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> This week on the What the Falk Show. My name is Connor Falk. I'm a dork. I'm a nerd. I happen to look like a lot of 90s actors, and for that, I make a living as an actor and working behind the camera. And I love sports. I love film. I love TV. I love all that. I'm just a huge dork along the way. Hi there. How the Falk are you? This is Connor Falk, and this is the What the Falk Show. You listen through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, or my parents' phone, or the text message I just sent you, or maybe you're listening through social media, maybe you're into that stuff like all the kids these days. You can find me at, at my WTF show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, really anything else out there. Also got a Snapchat coming. You can find me, What the Falk. Well, really, on the What the Falk Show, what do I do? Usually, I interview guests, usually from entertainment, because I work in entertainment, usually from sports, because I love sports, usually from food, because I love eating food, and we talk about what they do. We talk about interesting parts of their career, the non-interesting parts of their career, and hopefully someone out there through that informational conversation is learning something. So maybe you listen to a director and you're thinking, oh, that's cool. Okay, well, I want to be a director now. Or you're thinking, oh, wow, that sucks. Those are really long hours. The pay is, is up and down. I don't want to be a director anymore. Whatever fault can you decide on the show, hopefully I'm providing some information along the way. And there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of radio out there. So hopefully there's something you actually get out of my show. My name is Connor Falk. I'm a dork. I'm a nerd. I happen to look like a lot of 90s actors, and for that I make a living as an actor and working behind the camera. And I love sports. I love film. I love TV. I love all that. I'm just a huge dork along the way. And luckily, my parents and I, we got this mic, and uh, so I go ahead and talk about things. So hopefully right now, Stitcher, iTunes, Pod Directory, whatever, SoundCloud, you're finding some information along the way. Now this week, the kind of information I want to talk about is fantasy football. We're in week 13 of fantasy football, and for me, fantasy football is a big part of my life. I've been playing since I was 16 years old. I am close to 30, so you can kind of put the math together to see how many years I've played. Been very successful and I've also been a football fan player my whole life and uh, you just you know you watch enough stuff and you kind of learn trends and this week in week 13 of fantasy football we have one week till the playoffs or two weeks depending on the format of your league and we also have daily fantasy so this is really my opportunity to kind of do something for me and talk about the things that I love so we're going to play some fantasy football games the first game is going to be calm or caution so which falcon players am I calm on in fantasy football and which falcon players do I say hey caution on these players for week 13 and along the way we might talk about some pizza that's Ferris pizza the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it that's sponsored the what the falk show and also someday when i get to ride in limos and let's say i'm working being limos whether i'm an actor a producer or whatnot or whether my wonderful girlfriend just says hey let's go on a limo i get that from american comfort limousines you can find them at americancomfortlimo.com they have a 24 7 app online that can service over 330 locations in the united states next time you're looking for some luxury travel please check out american comfort limousines this is connor falk the what the falk show let's get into fantasy football week 13 okay qbs calm or caution on qbs quarterbacks being the highest point getters in fantasy football you want to make sure you hit it right. We're going to go ahead and talk about calmer caution on them. I'm going to give you their DraftKings price, which is going to dictate a little bit about what I think about their value this week. Check out DraftKings, DraftKings.com. There's a free uh, promotion that I just did for DraftKings. So quarterbacks that I'm calm on this week, quarterbacks that I like. I like Jameis Winston versus the Chargers. He's only 6,200 on DraftKings. The guy is a former number one pick for a reason, and he's playing a San Diego Chargers defense. is 18th against the QB. With Mike Evans, with Doug Martin back, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think you want to start pretty much everyone, whether it's the Chargers or Bucks, this week in that game. Next up, another QB I'm calm on this week. Another QB I like that's Colin Kaepernick versus the Chicago Bears. Now, any kind of fantasy football analyst out there is going to go ahead and mention him. His rushing ability, the offense that they're in, it's just been very beneficial for him fantasy-wise. Now, even though the Niners suck on paper, fantasy football-wise, he's a valid player, so he's someone to look at. For 6,100, 
2,700 on DraftKings, I think he's a pretty good price. There, he's playing against the Chicago Bears defense as 14th versus the QB, and that's just too much value to ignore. And plus, he's playing against Matt Barkley, a player who hasn't really started that much. You might think that he might give us some turnovers in the goal line and might help out Colin Kaepernick for some touchdowns. Now, speaking of Matt Barkley, there's two ways to look at that. He had 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, and two interceptions against a pretty good Titans defense at home. Now, the former USC Trojan finds himself at home again versus a Niners defense as 29th versus the QB. Now, for $5,000 on DraftKings, to me, I think Matt Barkley is one of the best values you could find. Personally, for me, I like to put my money in daily fantasy. I like to put them in, in the top names and running backs. So a guy like David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, you start them. And then receivers and quarterbacks, I feel like you can go a little bit lower this week. With that kind of strategy in mind, Matt Barkley for $5,000 on DraftKings is a great, great value. I look into him. And finally, on my calm QB, that's Tyrod Taylor. And it's a little bittersweet because he's playing my Raiders who have nine wins the first time since I started playing fantasy football. If you look at it that way, which is really weird for me. I don't know what to think. I'm afraid that Bain is going to come out and uh, take over the stadium or something. I'm just really nervous. But for right now, the Raiders are good, but their defense has been lacking. They're actually 24th versus the QB in fantasy football. So for me, Tyrod Taylor is streaming wise for people out there who have no Marcus Mariota. I think he's a guy you want to look at in daily fantasy for 5,700. He's a pretty good deal. Now, those are some of the calm guys I'm on for QB. That's James Wilson versus the Chargers. That's Colin Kaepernick versus the Bears. Matt Barkley versus those same Niners and Tyrod Taylor versus the Raiders. Now, some quarterbacks that I'm cautioning on this week, and these are some big names. If I say the if I say start Aaron Rodgers or start Le'Veon Bell or start David Johnson, I'm not giving you any value in terms of what you're listening to. So value-wise, information-wise, I'm cautioning on some guys that have been very hot lately, and it's because of the matchup. That's Big Ben versus the Giants. Now, for 7,400 on DraftKings, he's going against a Giants defense that's third versus QBs. Just a good secondary. Janoris Jenkins, Dominic rogers Cromartie, Olivier Vernon, a lot of these guys that they paid are starting to come through for them. I think this is going to be kind of a sneaky game. I, especially in standard leagues, you're going to start Big Ben. Unless you have someone else, unless you have a good backup like a Matt Stafford or something, I say go ahead and start him. Or Colin Kaepernick. I would start Colin Kaepernick over Big Ben in standard leagues. But in DraftKings for 7,400, I'm staying away from Big Ben. He's not worth the value. And even a stack with Antonio Brown, I'll go later on, who I also think is a bad play. I'm staying away from the Steelers. Another person I'm cautioning on is Kirk Cousins versus the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he's been on fire recently at 400 yards versus the Cowboys and versus the Packers. He's been on fire. I know this is crazy, but this is me on the What the Falk Show, someone who I feel caution on. That's Kirk Cousins versus the Cardinals, who are fourth versus QBs this year. They've been very tough. And if he's not going to have Jordan Reed, he already has one less target. They're traveling all the way to Arizona. Kirk Cousins is someone to stay away from, especially in daily fantasy. And in standard, if you have someone else to bench to start over him, I would absolutely do that. 6,400 is too much for, for Kirk Cousins this week. Now, okay. Now, there's quarterbacks right there. There's quarterbacks I like. James Winston, Colin Kaepernick, Matt Barkley, and Tyrod Taylor. Quarterbacks I don't like. Big Ben and Kirk Cousins. Now, let's go calm on running backs. Now, running backs in fantasy football week 13 that I'm calm on. Then I say, hey, Falcons start these guys. You're going to see this name everywhere. Yeah, Jordan Howard versus the Niners. San Francisco's last place versus the running back. They're just giving up points. Even for 6,900 on DraftKings, Jordan Howard is worth your daily fantasy money. Next, I like Theo Riddick versus the Saints. The Lions really have no running game. Dwayne Washington has never come through. Justin Forsett was a project. He's gone. And even Zach Zenner is not good enough to really be a starter in fantasy football or football itself. So theoretic is the, the running game, but he does that through short passes. That's been Matt Stafford's success. Calvin Johnson's gone. His, his pass per attempt has gone down, but he's been consistent and he's been com- completing a lot of passes. Golden Tate's value is up and so is theoretic versus the Saints, who are 27th versus the running back for 5,800 on DraftKings. I really like theoretic this week, and you're obviously going to start him as an RB2 or flex in standard leagues. Now, another person I'm calm on that a lot of the experts are not, that's LeGarrette Blount versus the 
Rams. Now, he's gone two straight games without a touchdown, but to me, at home in New England, after a tough game in New York, a divisional game against Jared Goff, a rookie starting only his third game, his first trip to New England, Bill Belichick always knows how to take out the one thing you're good at doing. And so for me, I think New England is really going to have an easy time in this game, even with losing Jamie Collins. I think the Patriots are going to dominate the Rams because of that. I think it's going to be a big LeGarrette Blount game. I think they're going to get up early, and I think Belichick is going to want to run the clock out. I think he's just going to run the ball. He is a workhorse. Hashtag workhorse. There's no other great example in NFL right now than LeGarrette Blount being a workhorse. Now, this guy with all the all the trials and tribulations he had coming out of Oregon when he punched that guy from Boise State, having a good rookie year from the Bucks, and then being on the Steelers and getting cut. Since being on the Patriots, Bill Belichick knows when he finds a gem, and, and the value that he's gotten out of Blount has been so Belichickian. It just makes a lot of sense. So I think LeGarrette Blount for only 5,500 on DraftKings is a great flex play in Daily Fantasy. He's a great RB2 play in standard. LeGarrette Blount this week is going to have a bounce back week against the poor Los Angeles Rams. Another running back I'm calm on is uh, Wendell Smallwood, running back for the Eagles. Looks like Ryan Matthews is going to be out again. Former Bakersfield player. I'm sorry, man, but you're going to be out again. Darren Sproles is not big enough to carry that ball 20 times a game. He's going to get the receiving out of the backfield, but I think the Eagles have a pretty easy time in this game. And because of that, I think they're going to get up and I think they're going to try to run the ball. And I think Wendell Smallwood for only 4,300 on DraftKings is a great pickup. He's playing against Cincinnati, who's 24th versus running backs. And this is a good pickup for him. You got 4,300 on DraftKings. And standard, I say he's a flex play, maybe an RB2 if you're really, really desperate. But for people out there, for example, who have no DeMarco Murray, who are losing out on Isaiah Correll, I think a guy like Wendell Smallwood is a great play this week for 4,300 on DraftKings and for standard. Cincinnati just having a down year. Losing AJ Green was the last blow. And this is probably going to be Marvin Lewis's last year as coach in Cincinnati. The big changes are coming. I think they're going to start shutting people down. Now, caution for running backs. Now, these are people I'm going to caution and uh, keep in mind these these players are all very good and they've been very successful in fantasy football so far this year but for me this week in week 13 it's all about matchups maybe you're trying to win it's a win or go home in terms of playoff contention I think you have to go with the safest play and these are the plays that I do not think are safe in fantasy football so caution for running back in week 13 of fantasy football those players are Rob Kelly versus the Cardinals Rob Kelly Washington Redskins running back had three touchdowns a two weeks ago won me a game and yet his matchups have just been terrible recently he played against the clock controlling offense in terms of the Dallas Cowboys and now he's playing against the Arizona Cardinals who are first versus running backs and it's just a bad matchup I'm staying away even for 4700 a starting running back who does not get any receiving opportunities on the Redskins I'm low on the Redskins this week as you've already seen I was low on Kirk Cousins I'm low on Rob Kelly versus the Cardinals I'm benching him in standard I would only consider starting him as a flex but you have to have better options it has to be a receiver out there and in DraftKings and daily fantasy I'm staying away even 4700 now a big time player a player of a guest that I had on with the Falk show Vax pro football guru great guy great guest he was very big on Lamar Miller going in he's kind of had a down season so far and Lamar Miller versus the Packers for 5600 on DraftKings he's going against the Packers defense is 12th versus running backs and I think the Packers are gonna get up early and this is gonna be really easy for Aaron Rodgers he is clicking he is pissed from whether it's the things that his brother talked about on The Bachelor or whether it's the fact that they say that him and Mike McCarthy don't have it anymore Aaron Rodgers like Tom Brady is one of those guys that can make a slight out of anything and like any great player out there the chip on their shoulder is what really drives them to be successful I think Aaron Rodgers is still one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen and I think the Packers are gonna get up early and because of that, Lamar Miller kind of gets taken out of the game rushing-wise. Now, he might get some receiving, but Akeem Hunt, the uh, the rookie there for the Texans, has actually been very successful, and he's very fast. He just looks like a faster player than Lamar Miller. Akeem Hunt's going to be a player looking down the road in Dynasty Leagues the next season. I think he's going to take some money and, and take some carries away from a guy like Lamar Miller. So because of the matchup, because I think the Packers are going to get up early, I am looking away from Lamar Miller. In standard, you have to start him as a flex in RB2, but in daily 
For 5,600 on DraftKings, I don't like him. I'm staying away. Next up is Jay Ajayi for the Ravens. The former Boise State product has had a huge year. Multiple 200-yard games. The first time anyone's done that in a long time. And he's just been very good. God, what the fuck? I mean, Adam Gase left him at home versus the Seahawks. And, and since then, he's been on fire. But against the Ravens this week, who are second versus running backs, I'm staying away. They're flying from Miami to Baltimore. It's not that bad of a flight, but it's still an away game in a very hostile environment. So Jay Ajayi, obviously you're starting him as an RB2 or a flex in standard. But in daily fantasy, I'm staying away. Caution in regards to Jay Ajayi. Stay away from that guy. Be careful. Please temper your Falcon expectations. For the running backs calm and caution. I'm calm on Jordan Howard versus the Niners for 6,900 on DraftKings. I'm calm on Theo Riddick versus the Saints for 5,800 on DraftKings. I'm, I'm calm on LeGarrette Blount versus the Rams for 5,500 on DraftKings. And I'm especially calm on Wendell Smallwood versus the Bengals for only 4,300 on DraftKings. I'm cautioning Fat Rob Kelly. Great guy, but not a good matchup this week for 4,700 on DraftKings versus the Cardinals. I'm cautioning him on Lamar Miller versus the Packers this week. I don't like the matchup. I think they're playing from behind. And I caution on Jay Jai, even this breakout star this year versus the Ravens defense on 6,700 on DraftKings. Ravens defense were second versus the running backs in this way game. I do not like the matchup. I have a bad feeling about that. I'm staying away from Jay Jai. You listen to What the Falk Show, fantasy football, calm and caution, week 13 edition. Make sure if you love pizza like I do, I'm sure you love pizza. You're a human in California or in the world or anywhere else who loves pizza. I love marinara. I love cheese. I love bread. This is America. We love that. Go and check out Ferris Pizza, my sponsor, the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. And for anyone else out there who loves drinking soda or just awesome things while they're in the back of a limo or in a limo in general or in a cool SUV or you got a prom or formal coming up, anything like that, go and check out American Comfort Limousine. Join Team ACL and find us on AmericanComfortLimo.com. Sponsored with the Falk Show and the owner of that company is just a great guy and I love supporting good companies out there. So anybody in Naples, Florida, anywhere in the, the southern east coast area, please check out American Comfort Limousine. Now next up we have receivers. We have calmer caution with receivers in Fantasy Football Week 13. Hopefully some of these can help you win and get in the playoffs or some of these guys are people that you see good matchups and you want to go ahead and pick them up for the future. A receiver I'm calm on this week in Fantasy Football is Tyler Boyd. Bengals receiver versus the Eagles this week for only 4,800 on DraftKings. He's a, he's a starting receiver on a team without AJ Green. This third round pick has been very solid so far and he was a third round pick for a reason. Coming out of the draft, he looked like the most consistent receiver out there coming out of Pittsburgh. Philadelphia is 23rd versus the receiver and seeing last week how the Packers kind of shred them with a short pass in the middle of the field and all around. I think Tyler Boyd is a good play this week versus the Eagles. Again, 4,800 on DraftKings and a possible receiver three. Definitely flex play. Some more receivers I'm calm on this week. That's Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. 4,700 and 6,000 respectively on DraftKings. Kings. I think they're a great player this week. Packers are giving up 24th versus receivers, and I think Houston plays a lot of catch. And because of that, I think you got a lot of garbage yards for the Texans receivers. I like them in the game this week. So if you think about it, if I'm a, if I'm low on Lamar Miller as a running back, that means I'm, because they're going to be playing from behind, you would think the value shifts to those, towards the receivers who are going to be playing from behind a lot of catches. DeAndre Hopkins is still a very talented player. Will Fuller can stretch the field against the Packers defense. is very short on cornerbacks and 24th versus the receiver. I like the Texans receivers this week versus the Packers. Next up, Marcus Wilson is just one of those fantasy unicorns, I guess, or one of those guys, what the fault? Because he's always has great preseason hype, and then he ends up getting injured. But he has so many physical abilities that you're like, come on, man, do it. Like those times he's been healthy, he's had those 70 yard, those 80 yard games, those 100 yard games. So he's been a pretty solid guy. And if you've seen how I feel so far about the Bears' offense versus the poorest 49ers' defense at home, I like Marquise Wilson this week. If you're very, very desperate as a receiver three or a flex, for, you got to look at Marquise Wilson. Last week he had a lot of targets, had a lot of yards. He's going against San Francisco, who's 29th versus the receiver, and especially in daily. If you're gonna go high on receiver one two 
two in flex or high on running back, Le'Veon and David Johnson, for example. Marquise Wilson for only $4,000 in daily fantasy, at least on DraftKings, is a great pick. Marquise Wilson this week, it looks like a great matchup. Sure, has he disappointed before? Yes, but with Matt Barkley, who was much better than I expected, I got to give you credit, man. Uh, I like Marquise Wilson this week versus the Niners. Check him out for $4,000 on DraftKings. And another guy who's been, who's been hot as of late, God, he's had a touchdown the last few weeks. That's Malcolm Mitchell, New England Patriots receiver versus the LA Rams. You've seen that I was high on Garrett Blount. I think they're going to get up early. But with Gronkowski out, Malcolm Mitchell has really taken advantage in the red zone as the big play receiver, the big body guy. For only 3600 on DraftKings, with the kind of production he's had, he's a must start in Daily Fantasy. And if you're desperate and you're flexor receiver three, he's also a must start. Daily Fantasy, 3600 for guys that had three touchdowns last three weeks. He's a guy you have to start. LA is 22nd versus the receiver. I think you should ride this touchdown train with Gronk out. I think you got to start Malcolm Mitchell, especially in Daily Fantasy. So that's the calm receivers this week in Week 13 of Fantasy Football. The receivers that I really like this week, that's Tyler Boyd versus the Eagles. That's Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins versus the Packers. That's Chicago Bears receiver Marquise Wilson versus the Niners. And that's Malcolm Mitchell, Patriots receiver versus the Rams. Now, here are some receivers I'm cautioning on. Now, these are guys that's a gut feeling. Some of them are very big. But to me, given the matchup and the, the recent production, they're guys that I'm staying away from. That's Antonio Brown versus the New York Giants. Now, you're going to start Antonio Brown as your receiver one or receiver two in standard. You have to. I get that. But in daily fantasy for 9,100 on DraftKings, I'm down on him. The Giants are 11th versus the receiver, and they're going to do everything to shut him down. They know that it, the, the offense goes through Antonio, Le'Veon, and Big Ben, and, and one of those three are going to get shut down. To me, I think the people that get shut down are Antonio and Big Ben, and that's why Big Ben is in my caution section for the quarterbacks. Antonio Brown for $9,000 is not worth it on DraftKings for me. You could do much better than that. For example, Marquise Wilson, Malcolm Mitchell, Wolfville, or Tyler Boyd, you can get two of those guys for the one price of Antonio Brown, so I'm staying away. Janoris Jenkins is a very talented cover corner. You got Dominic rogers Cromartie on the other side. Landon Collins has been a breakout year for safety, so the Giants secondary has been very good. I'm staying away from Antonio Brown in Daily Fantasy. Next up, some more receivers I'm cautioning on. I was high on the, I was very high on the uh, the pairing of Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins versus the Packers, but I'm low on the Broncos receiver. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even though Manu had 162 yards last week, they got Jacksonville this week. And at 6,600 for De- Demarius and 5,900 for Emmanuel, I don't like them in Daily Fantasy this week. Jacksonville is actually sixth versus the receivers. They were doing very well versus the receivers this year. They shut a lot of great people down. Nobody talks about a Prince of Mukamara Jalen Ramsey, the rookie out of Florida State, they've been very good this year, very solid. They've stayed healthy. And as bad as Blake Bortles has been, just ruining that team fantasy wise, they've been very good as a secondary. So I'm staying away from Demarius Thomas and Manu Sanders, at least in daily fantasy. For example, I have a friend who has Emmanuel Sanders. He's starting him over Mike Wallace in the league. For example, for me, I would start Mike Wallace over Emmanuel Sanders this week. So stay away from the Broncos receivers in daily fantasy. 6,600, 5,900, not worth it for DraftKings. Another receiver I'm cautioning on, a person who I really wanted, who I had last year, who was great but this year has been very disappointing and that's mostly because of the quarterback that's Allen Robinson Jaguars wide receiver now the former Penn State product has been very good his whole career obviously has the talent to be a receiver one for his whole career but with a quarterback who's like quarterback 32 who's just awful in real life and in fantasy Allen Robinson is someone I'm staying away from this week he's playing against the Denver Broncos we know that they have an amazing secondary probably the best in the league and in fantasy they're actually first versus receivers they've given up the least points to receivers of anybody as a fantasy defense so for 5800 I'm staying away from Allen Robinson I'm staying away I'm staying away from Allen Robinson as a receiver for the Jaguars versus the Broncos secondary. And as I said before, I'm staying away from the Broncos receivers versus the Jacksonville secondary. Now let's get into calm and caution for week 13. Let's talk about the tight ends. 
Now, tight end this year has been very up and down. There's only a few guys that are really even worth points each week. If you don't have them, you're really kind of scouring the waiver wire. You're streaming each week. So here are the, here are the tight ends that I'm calm on this week in What the Falk Show Fantasy Football Week 13. I'm calm on Jimmy Graham for only 5,500 on DraftKings. He's going against Carolina, who's 28th versus a tight end, has no Luke Keekley. Russell Wilson really likes his tight end, and I think that's an easy play. You're playing Jimmy Graham standard, and you're definitely starting him in, fantasy, in daily fantasy for only 5,500. Next up is Zach Ertz. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles tight end, after coming back from injury, looked like a guy who was going to get a lot of targets you think hey he's got Carson Wentz a, a rookie quarterback they usually rely on their tight ends he's going against a Bengals team that's 29th versus the tight end possibly got no Jordan Matthews and there's going to be a lot of targets there so even though he's been up and down Zach Ertz is someone I'm calm on this week for example people like myself anybody out there who's has no Gary Barnage this week because of a bye who has no Delaney Walker this week because of a bye I think Zach Ertz is a, is a really nice streamer going against the Bengals defense which is near the bottom of the league versus the tight end especially if Jordan Matthews is going to be out I think you have to bump him up because he really becomes the number one or two pass catcher him and Darren Spur basically with Matthews being out become the volume getters in the Philadelphia offense for 4300 on DraftKings you buying a little low in terms of the price I think that's a pretty good get go ahead and fire up Zach Ertz in standard daily fantasy next up is Eric Ebron now after having four games of just really good points last year or sorry last week he has zero points versus the Vikings but that was the Vikings luckily for him this week he's playing against the New Orleans Saints who are 17th versus the tight end but I have to think that Jim Bob Cooter with one of the best names in the NFL as offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions is going to want to get him to bounce back he's going to want to get Eric Ebron the ball. He just has a mismatch. He's a receiver playing tight end, the former first round pick, great player. I think he's going to have a good week. I'm starting Eric Ebron versus the Saints for only 3,900 on DraftKings. He's a must play this week. Now, my last calm tight end for the week is a, is a real deep dive. That's Will Ty, New York Giants tight end versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I talked about how I don't like Antonio Brown. I don't like Big Ben. But who I do like is Will Ty. He's going against Pittsburgh, who's 22nd versus the tight end. Pittsburgh's going to try to do everything they can to shut down Odell Beckham. Then it's going to be Sterling Shepard. And I think the fourth option they're actually going to have to go after is Will Ty. So he's going to have less on him. You got some linebackers aren't as good in coverage as you like to think. 22nd versus the tight end for only $3,000 on DraftKings. I like Will Ty this week. Now next up, these are some guys that I feel good about, but this is really just a gut call, okay? The other ones had more stats to back it up. For me, this is just straight up a gut, haul, gut call. I like Vance McDonald, 49ers tight end versus the Bears. The last four games, he's had more than six targets. He's had a touchdown here and there. He's only 2,900 on DraftKings. So if, you got, if you're getting Colin Kaepernick, you don't want to, if you want to stack, I, I think it's a good idea to go ahead and stack Colin Kaepernick and Vance McDonald versus the Bears. Shootout game this week, so Vance McDonald. For me, a gut play is a Falcon guy I like. Another Falcon guy I like, and this is a real deep dive play. That's Daniel Brown, tight end, Bears versus the Niners. Now, this is a receiver, converted receiver, turned tight end. He had a touchdown last week. He only had three catches, but against Matt Barkley, a guy, rookie quarterback, who was a lot better than we thought. I think he's going to be looking at the tight end, especially in the red zone. And the Niners are bad versus every position. So if you're really, really desperate and standard, Daniel Brown, tight end for the Bears. And in DraftKings, if you're really going higher on other positions in terms of salary, 2500 Daniel Brown is a great value in DraftKings. Daniel Brown, now the starting tight end for the Chicago Bears. One of my deep dives gut calls for 2,500 in daily fantasy. Check them out. Now, those those tight ends I'm cautioning on, that's Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis for the Washington Redskins. Jordan Reed is 6,400 on DraftKings. I'm staying away. He's already been banged up. He's such an up and down player in terms of injury. All the talent in the world. The best hands I've seen in tight end in a very long time. But he's going against the Cardinals who are first against the tight end. And they've been good against everybody. They haven't just, they've, they've gone against Greg Olson. They've gone against all the best tight ends in the league. They've shut them all down. It's simple science and math. I'm staying away from Jordan Reed. If he's out, I'm staying away from Vernon Davis. I'm staying away from the Redskins in general. That's, now, another tight end I'm cautioning on is Martellus Bennett versus the Los Angeles Rams for 4,800 on DraftKings. You think it's a good deal, but LA is seventh versus the tight end. And even with Gronk out, Bennett has not produced. He only had four points last week in standard. He's not a guy who's really taking advantage of opportunity he's a little banged up as well and if the Patriots do get up which I do think they will in this game which 
increases the value for LeGarrette Blount. I think that takes away the value for a guy like Martellus Bennett. They're not going to need him as much on third downs and unfortunately just hasn't been as good as we thought. So Martellus Bennett, 4,800 on DraftKings. I'm staying away. And in standard, I think you could find a better player. For example, Vance McDonald, Daniel Brown, I would start either of them over Martellus Bennett. I would also start Lance Kendricks, tight end for the Rams in the same game over Martellus Bennett, considering the Rams are going to be down. He's got a lot of targets last week. He had nine from Jared Goff. I think he's a guy who's going to have a lot of opportunities. Next up, let's talk about some defenses. Now, defense like tight end is also up and down. You either have one of the good teams or you don't. And if you don't, you're going to be streaming each week. So here are some defenses I'm calm on this week in fantasy football and daily fantasy. That's the Seattle Seahawks versus the Carolina Panthers. Now, they did kind of have a down week last week versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but there was a long travel flight all the way across the country to Tampa Bay. That was kind of a trap game in general, and it didn't surprise me much what happened there. But Seattle versus Carolina, for only 3,500 on DraftKings, the Panthers are actually 28th versus defenses. Cam gets sacked a lot. He's lost a lot of offensive linemen. The Panthers' offense has really just been stale, and it's the kind of team that I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to really take advantage of. You're going to get some sacks and maybe a few fumble recovery on Cam Newton. I also don't think you should start Cam Newton fantasy or daily. I'm staying away from him. This is a good matchup for Seattle at home after a upset loss in Tampa Bay. So I think they're going to be chomping at the bit to go ahead and remedy that. Next up, another defense I'm calm on is the Baltimore Ravens. They've been good this year. Every Any kind of format you're playing in, the Ravens are a good defense. They're playing against Miami. They're $3,000 on DraftKings. Now, Miami's 12th versus defenses, but I just, I know they've won six straight games, but Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill. He's going to give you some turnovers eventually. I think this is one of those games of really desperate. Play a Ravens team at home playing against a Dolphins team that is playing better than they should, and I think they're going to come down to earth a little bit. Talked about how I don't like Jay Jai. If he's not running, if he's not doing well, that puts more pressure on Ryan Tannehill. I think he folds. I think Baltimore Ravens for $3,000 on DraftKings is a great play. Next up, I'm calm on the Green Bay Packers defense versus the Houston Texans. For only 2900 on DraftKings, they're playing against the Houston Texans, who are 25th versus defenses, and Brock Osweiler is just not a very good player. So because I think they're going to be down, and they're going to be playing catch-up, yes, they're going to give up some touchdowns, but I think you're going to have some interceptions and a few sacks there, as Brock has nothing to do. He can't run the ball. Lamar Miller's not going to be able to run the ball. They're going to have to pass. That obviously makes it a lot easier on defense and defensive coordinators to know what's coming. I think since the Packers do know what's coming, I think we know that for 2,900 on DraftKings and 25th versus defenses, I think the Packers are a good play this week in standard and in daily fantasy, but especially in daily fantasy. Now, team I'm calling on, this is kind of an easy one, but just depending on how much you want to pay in daily, and if you have them in standard, start them as the Patriots versus the Rams. You got Jared Goff in his first game in New England. It's a long trip from Los Angeles to Boston. They're 3,700 on DraftKings, but you're playing against the Rams for 29th versus defenses. I would say this is the safest play of the week, but probably the lowest ceiling. So for example, it was me, 3,700 versus the 3,000 for the Ravens. I'm starting the Ravens, but in standards, I think you had a good play this week if you started the Patriots versus the Rams. Now let's talk about some defenses I'm cautioning on. The calm ones, the defenses I like this week, that's Seattle versus Carolina. That's Baltimore at home versus the uh, Miami Dolphins. That's Green Bay at home versus the Texans. And that's the Patriots at home versus the Rams. If there's a trend here, you can start to see whenever you don't know what to do, always go with the home team. When it's really, it's it's a toss-up, this or that. Always go with the home team. Those are all home teams at home playing against teams that I think give them a lot of points in terms of fantasy defenses. Now, here are some defenses I'm cautioning on. I'm cautioning on any defense in the Chicago versus 49ers game. I think there's going to be a shootout. That being said, I think there's going to be a lot of points coming up. I think there's going to be maybe some turnovers, but just not the kind of play I want. If you had to start either, I guess you'd start Chicago. But San Francisco being 21st versus defenses is actually been clicking recently. Kaepernick's been putting up a lot of points. And because of that, for 3,300 on DraftKings, which the Bears are actually one of the higher teams, I think they're 
top 10 in terms of salary, I'm staying away from the Bears and I'm especially staying away from the Niners. So the Bears temper your expectations if you think you're going to get cute and go ahead and start them against Colin Kaepernick this week. Next up, I'm cautioning my Raiders versus the Buffalo Bills. They've had a few good games. They played against Gosweiler. They played against, you know, the Denver Broncos. They're at home versus Buffalo, but I'm a little weary of Buffalo. Buffalo is only six versus defenses. Tyrod Taylor's scrambling ability really limits the sacks and he's able to extend plays, which takes away from those fantasy points that you like to get. I think the Raiders have a good chance to win this game, but in terms of fantasy defenses, I don't think this is the kind of game I want to start. Sure, you could think to yourself, okay, Sammy Watkins is hurt again. Tyrod Taylor is not the best quarterback ever. The Raiders are hot at home, but you got to think that they gave up 32 points last week. The Raiders are the Raiders and they're going to make some mistakes here and there. And I think those mistakes are going to be points for Buffalo Bills, especially LaShawn McCoy. I think he's a must start this week. I like Tyrod Taylor this week. I think he's the guy you want to look at. I talked about him. He's in my column this week for the QBs. I like Tyrod Taylor versus the Buffalo Bills. And because of that, I do not like the Oakland Raiders defense at 3,200 on DraftKings. Buffalo is only six versus defenses and I'm staying away from them in general. So if you're a Raider fan, don't get too confident too soon. We're looking pretty good this year, but we are not looking good as a fantasy defense to start in daily fantasy or fantasy football against the Buffalo Bills. Now, so far, we've had our common caution. We talked about quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, and defenses. Appreciate you fucking listening with the Falk Show. You listen through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Director, Parents Phone, or the text message I just sent. You can also find me on social media if you're into that stuff. It's at my WTF show on Twitter, at my WTF show on Facebook, at my WTF show on Instagram, and a Snapchat coming soon. As long as I can think about something cool to actually talk to you guys about. Um, what the fuck on Snapchat. You can find me on there talking about stuff, probably mostly talking about movies and the stuff that I love. I wanted to go ahead and talk about fantasy football all year, but I didn't know if I could provide value. I don't want to waste your time. There's so many different things out there, but hopefully you can tell from me talking. I have an idea of what I'm talking about. I love giving you this information. If you find something out of it, great. If it helps you make it to the playoffs, awesome. I'm probably going to go ahead and do this each week until week 16, while along the way still having my interview episodes with my great guests. Now, I obviously want to say thank you to every guest I've had on this show, all the past guests and every guest I haven't yet had. Thank you, even though I don't know you yet. I really appreciate it. Good luck this week at Fantasy Football. Fuck yeah.